0: Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Are you ready to dive into your PR, but not exactly sure what that looks like? If you're a small business owner and are ready to get your brand out there through PR, it can be a little daunting. I know it can be like, kind of, where do I start? How do I even make time to do this? How do I know what to do? And it can just feel like a lot because I think that it just does if you've never done it before. (laughs) Because I mean, there's so many media outlets out there, it's like there's tons of websites, tons of magazines, newspapers, whatever. Um, and obviously within each of those there are tons of different people that you can reach out to. And it's like, how do I know what to do when? who to be reaching out to and just how to do this. And how do I make sure that once I'm going to say I'm going to do it, I actually do it. Because I think that's one of the things people run into a lot, right? People are like, I can do this. I can do my own PR. But at the end of the day, a lot of the time, it's more of a time thing than anything else because it takes time. But I also think it doesn't take as much time as people sometimes think it does. So I don't want that to scare you. I think that if you have a plan and if you have a sense of what you're going to do, you kind of. lot of course of action, which doesn't have to be that hard or complicated. You really can sit down and do your own PR in a matter of an hour or two a week or even less. Of course, sometimes it'll be more, sometimes it'll be less depending on what you're working on. But I think if you plan to have a certain amount of time set aside, you can really make a big impact as far as your PR goes. So One of the things, um, just to keep in mind is like, you don't need to, you don't need to spend hours and hours, right? So doing something is going to be better than doing nothing. And you don't need to start with like a 50 person media list. You don't need to be like, okay, these are all the people I'm going to like, these are all the publications I want to be in this year. These are all the people I need to reach out to. Now I need to find time to sit down and email 50 people. Like that doesn't have to be the way that it goes. You can just plan to start with less you don't have rush. If you're doing it yourself, you're not spending money on this. You're not spending, you know, not necessarily involving anyone else that's going to care when or how you're doing things. You know, you're not hiring an agency. That's the whole point you're doing it yourself. So you can do whatever you want, whenever you want and doing anything is going to be better than nothing. Right? So let's try to come up with a plan that you can actually stick to. That makes sense for you as a business and your goals. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think keep that in mind. The best part of doing your own care is that you have nothing to lose. You know, it's a little, it's your time, but you're not spending money. You're not, you know, there's nothing. there's no reason you have to do everything at once because anything you do is gonna be getting you one step farther than where you are now. So you can take it slow and steady. You can plan to only reach out to four people a month, which is really all that I necessarily recommend unless you have like a huge launch going on. I think you'll have way better results than if you try to reach out to 50 people in a month, because so much of it is just being really tailored and targeted with what you're doing and not just blindly reaching out to a bunch of people just to say that you reached out to a bunch of people. So the things to keep in mind, basically make a plan every month, plan to spend a few minutes, you know, planning out, what you're going to be working on. Then every week, you'll know exactly what you're going to dive into. You know exactly what you want to get done. And you can plan to sit down for 30 minutes that week and just really get these things done. Or, I mean, as I said, I think it can also work equally as successfully. If you maybe plan to spend one hour every two weeks, it kind of, it just depends what works for your schedule and really what you will stick to because the consistency as with anything in business, right? The consistency is the most important part. That's what's going to that's what's going to make sure you actually see results. So basically it breaks down to four main things that you should do every time you kind of sit down to do your, your chunk of time for your PR work. So this means, um, basically it includes the first thing is to be researching any new opportunities. So thinking about what might be out there for pitching. So maybe you've already kind of have your, your main plan of what you think you want to be getting out there, but I just recommend taking a quick skim through to see like what's new in your industry what else people are talking about right now cuz things change there might be new opportunities that pop up that you wouldn't have thought of before but now you start to see that in certain publications you know they're talking about this different angle that is relevant for your industry or your business specifically so do a little research there also be researching in terms of skimming through recent articles that the people that you want to be following like the people that you've identified as, as ones that you might want to reach out to in terms of writers and editors, see what they've done recently and jot down any new pitch angles that might have come up from any of that research. Then spend five minutes going through the social media accounts of the people that you are following. And again, these are the people that you've kind of planned out like at the beginning of the month or even, you know, the beginning of the quarter as the people that you do want to be reaching out to or people that you've identified the previous week. Of course, like the first week you do this, you're going to have a little more planning involved. But after like the first week, then you're gonna have like a set of couple, a couple of writers that you're really following for the next couple of weeks just to really get a feel of them, get a feel of what they're writing, try to build a relationship with them. So that's a whole nother episode. In fact, I, th- I think I've probably done an episode on that before so you can look through. But um if not, I'm sure I will. So what was I saying? <laughs> oh yeah. So skim through social media handles, you know, follow them wherever they are active and look through their articles, Google them, to see what articles have come out, comment on them, if it makes sense, interact in any ways that actually seem natural. And, um, you know, keep an eye on what they're talking about, what they're interested in, what are they doing? Like, do you see they're on vacation this week? Okay, you're not going to pitch them this week, things like that. So literally take five minutes. I mean, it depends how many writers you end up wanting to keep up with. But I recommend like, three or four probably are the ones that are going to be in your pipeline right now. Of course, like if you've been doing this for a while, you might want to keep up with more as time passes and you've kind of started reaching out to some and either want to keep that relationship going or, you know, you haven't made progress with them yet and you want to kind of keep that research going. That's fine. But even if I, I recommend just really focusing on like about four for the month and then, you know, there can be still peripheral ones that have your focus. So yeah. So once you've kind of checked in with all of them and I say for just because it's just feels manageable. Right. And if you do have great results with four people a month, that's huge. Like that's going to gonna keep you in the media, you know, for pretty consistently, because if you end up having one of those people write something about you, that's a great piece for that month. So I just think more than that can just really start to feel hard to keep track of. And the relationship is the most important part. Okay. The other thing you're doing during this time, of course, is sending out your actual pitches. So thinking about, again, you might have drafted these before. You might have a sense from last week, like what you want to be focusing on this week, or you might want, you might want to draft one, one week and then send it out the next week. I personally like to kind of view something with fresh eyes, you know, before I actually send it, or you might want to draft a pitch and send it out all in the same day. It kind of depends on how much time you're allocating. You know, are you doing the one hour every two weeks or, or 30 minutes every week depends on, kind of where you are there. But um sending out the pitches during this time. So yeah, that's just picking one of the people that you've been following to send them an email and telling them why they should be talking about you. So yeah, sending out that pitch is obviously an important part. Um coming up with a great pitch. But there's one more really important part and that is using this time also to follow up with people. So assuming, you know, after the first time that you've done this, of course, you will have sent some pitches before and you will need to follow up with people. People will not necessarily all get back to you on the first try. In fact, most people are not going to get back to you. Most people are probably never going to get back to you if you're really being honest. But follow-ups are really important. Checking in with somebody after you sent them the initial pitch is really important. A lot of times people do get back to you after the follow-up. And that might be because they had to take some time to figure out if they have space for the piece, they might have to pitch it to another editor. They might have to you know, think about it and see what they can like how it works in their schedule, and then maybe they forgot to get back to. Or a lot of times they get so many emails they might just not have seen it. So I think it's really important to do a follow up. Sometimes that will be the first time they saw the email. So the follow up literally can be very short and sweet. It can be, you know, just wanted to check in, make sure you saw my got my previous email, and you know, see if there's any interest in doing a story here. I'm still available like all this week to talk to you. Also, if you do have any more information, like if there's any kind of updates or little whatever, um, more detail that makes sense for that pitch, then you can mention that here too. And it can be like a way to almost give a little bit more information and let them hopefully be even more enticed to do the story. So don't forget to do the follow-up and you know, at least follow up one time and um then also make sure to keep up with them in all the other ways to so like following them on social media or you know keeping up with whatever wherever they are online, whatever they're doing, besides, you know, to share their writing or things like that, because they might notice you there. So don't feel like just because you pitched them, now they're not on your kind of, you know, interaction list. You still want to be working on that relationship, be building that relationship and keep your name in front of them if you can. So I think um, basically those are the four things to recap that quickly spending either one hour every two weeks or 30 minutes every week. It kind of, you know, 20, to 30 minutes. It totally depends on you. You might work really fast. You might work slow. If if it takes a long time to write, you might want to, you know, give yourself more time on the days that, you know, you're going to be doing pitches or, you know, maybe you want to prepare the pitches totally, you know, like over the weekend when you're just sitting on the couch, watching a movie, um, and then have them ready to go when you're actually going to be like sitting down at your computer to do this. So whatever works for you obviously is fine. But the idea is just to have some kind of a plan, have some kind of strategy behind what you're going to do when, just to make sure you keep up with it. Just make sure that you're actually doing the things that need to be done. So, yeah, so to recap, the you're gonna do a quick research, see if there's anything you've been thinking of looking into, anything that you think you should be adding to your list for later, any pitch new pitch ideas, any new writers that think that might make sense to add to your media list, anything like that. Then you're gonna spend five minutes checking in with all your writers, social media and online and their recent pieces. Then you're gonna spend a couple minutes or you know, you're gonna spend time, the bulk of the time, sending out a pitch or two, sending out a couple pitches for that week, and then following up with anyone that you pitched last week. Or it can be people like, you know, once you've done this for a while, you might want to follow up with people that you pitched ages ago who either, you know, didn't ever get back to you and maybe now you have a whole different pitch. It doesn't mean you can never, if somebody doesn't get back to you or doesn't accept like a story that you pitch one time, it doesn't mean you can never email them again. It doesn't mean you should never pitch them again. When you have a new idea, if you really think that you did your research and this is the type of writer for your brand and this is, you know, these are stories that they would be interested in and the type of thing that they do write about, don't feel like you can't pitch them again another time. You know, I would allow a little space in between. You don't definitely don't want to be that person who's pitching the same person, you know, every couple of weeks or every week, if they're really showing you no interest, (laughs) because maybe there's something you're missing for whatever reason with your research. Maybe there's some reason they aren't, you know, a good fit for you. Um, we don't want to be obnoxious, but if you are pretty sure they're right, then don't feel like, Oh, I already had them on my pitch list. Like in January, like they're done. Like it's not done if, if now in, you know, October, November, you have another pitch that makes sense for them and it's a different pitch. So, you can revisit those. I mean, I guess that's maybe a little less of a follow-up and more of just adding them back to your pitch list. But there might be instances where you're kind of just wanting to check in with somebody. So maybe they're not they haven't accepted a pitch, but you know, maybe you loved a piece that they recently did and you really thought it was worth like reaching out to tell them how great it was or share some bit of, you know, personal information or another resource you thought they might like, like all of those things that can be helpful. Those are a good reason to just kind of reach back out, check in. That's all part of building the relationship. So maybe it's, I mean, maybe there's different wording. It's not as much like a follow-up to your pitches, but all of those things kind of fit into this time, just kind of, yeah, checking in with people. So you can really do all of that. It kind of sounds like a lot, but I think you can do it in not that much time. And it's really so much more about the consistency and you might find, you know, when you, once you start doing it, you really love it. And you really want to reach out to more writers. Like, don't feel like, Oh, she said four people a month. Like that's my max. You might find that you want to spend more time on this. You might find you want to spend an hour a week or more, whatever. I mean, that's the thing with PR. You can spend as much time as you want because <laughs> there are, there's so many writers. There are so many publications. There are so many different pitch ideas sometimes if you, if you get creative with it. So There's a lot you could spend your time doing, but I just, I mean, obviously you have a business to run. So I know realistically, we usually want to try to get as much like impact for as little time as possible. So I think you can do it. You should be able to get some great results um, with this amount of time. And the most important thing to keep in mind is coming up with a quality pitch, doing your research to make sure these are really targeted targeted pitches to the writers and the right writers and publications for your story and your brand. And if you do that and you do, you know, a more selective amount of people, I do think you're going to get much better results than if you, you know, felt like you should be reaching out to a whole bunch of people. And it's probably going to be less, just less targeted, less personal if you do that. So if you really have a strategy for keeping up with, keeping in touch with the people that you think are right, building up that relationship over time feeling like you get to know them before you even send the pitch so that when you send it it actually is going to be something that resonates with them and then just consistently putting out a pitch one pitch a week like i think that's that's something that's great so that's really the main thing to to be doing and you're not spending any money on this so you know you've got nothing to lose <laughs> everything to gain. Um, So I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. Like you have to do this as a whole big thing. It has to be, you know, 10 hours a week. It has to be 20 writers a week. Like that's not true because you know, you're, you're not spending money. All you're spending is your time. So spend as little as you can with as big impact as you can. And if you get, like, I think you can get like one article at least every couple months. And that's, Huge (laughs) for no money spent and minimal time spent. And that's going to keep you consistently in the news. And that's going to be really, really important. And that's going to be really, really impactful for your business. So, the only other thing I want to touch on is when I do, when I kind of break this down as to how we can fit this into manageable chunks of time and fit it into your week, which I think is an important thing to do just so that it does feel manageable. The only thing that you can't really necessarily fit into those time frames is when somebody does get back to you. So we can't forget about that right? Some of this is we can be as proactive as possible in most places but then there's a certain amount of reactivity that you have to be able to react quickly when somebody gets back to you. So when they are interested in doing a story, you want to be there. You don't want to, you don't want to miss that email. You don't want to be like, "Oh, awesome, great response. I'm going to put this on my list for when I have my next PR session when I have my next, you know, 30 minutes sit down for PR. No, you want to get back to them right away. I think you probably are savvy enough to get that, but it's definitely happened where people have, you know, not, if you don't get back in time, they're either on a deadline, they might scrap the story altogether because if they don't feel like they're hearing from you or they're not going to get what they need, they have to go forward with another story because they probably have a deadline of having to file a story by a certain day. Or what happens sometimes is they might, if they really like that story idea and they've maybe already started working on it, but they needed like they wanted like a quote or some kind of bit of extra detail, they might actually find someone else in a similar niche as you and reach out to them to get what they need. They might be able to get a quote from someone else faster. They're not going to care. If you've convinced them this is a great story, they may not end up caring that much if it's you that's featured in it or not, or someone else. If you're in an industry where there are other people doing what you do, which is, pretty much every industry I've ever heard of before. So <laughs> that really hurts. So you really want to be able to be there as soon as they reply. And, you know, even if you shoot them an email and say, this is amazing. I'm so excited about it. I'm gathering that in, that information and I'll get right back to you. Like something like that. So they know that you saw it and that you're working on it and they're responsive. And the best thing to do too, in that case, I'll usually say, what's your deadline on this? You can come right out and ask that because, and if they do say like, you know what, next Tuesday, or like, like we, next week, you might have more time to do whatever it is. They like gather whatever information, answer the questions, whatever it is. But they might say, oh, my deadline's 3 p.m. And, you know, they didn't necessarily think to mention that in the first email. They might not have said that. And you're like, oh, wow, I really need to get this done immediately if I'm going to do it. And if you didn't get it done in time or you hadn't thought to ask that, you might not have known that. And you know they're going to file that story for 3 p.m. if that's their deadline. So that's really important to keep in mind. I cannot stress that enough. Get right back to them as much as you can and try to make sure you have all the ducks in a row beforehand, before you even do the pitch. If it's something where you could anticipate you know, extra information or details being needed or photographs, photos are really important and something people sometimes don't have <laughs> when they've made a pitch. So depending on what it is, if it's something where you are either promising photos or where it's likely they'll ask, try to have a plan for that. So yeah, I mean, this is, that's the, that's something to point out because it's not predictable. You know, you don't know that they're going to reply within the same, you know, you might send out your pitch and they reply in 10 minutes and you're still kind of in your PR mode at that moment, but they might reply three hours later when you're deep in client meetings or they might reply three days later when you're not even thinking about it at all. So keeping that in mind, trying to be as responsive as possible. I think you're going to be excited enough about getting any kind of response after you've put in this work and done this, that you're going to really be like, I don't have to tell you this, like you're going to be excited to get back to them and you're going to want to reply right away. But just in case they feel like I do need to mention that. So yeah, it's just not going to fly to, to file that away for next time you're thinking about PR. So. That's kind of the basic routine that I tried to get into for regular PR. If you're doing this, you know, if you're working on trying to build a little bit of a PR strategy into your personal day-to-day work day or work week to make sure you're doing some of your own PR. There are a couple things, of course, that I kind of alluded to before that you want to do upfront to really get going and that's going to take a little more time and whether you want to still break that down of course you can still break that down to to your regularly scheduled at times if you want to or you might want to sit down before you really get started with that for an hour or two and kind of gather all of these things in advance um so that then when you start your you know if you want to then only designate 30 minutes a week then you'll kind of be ready to go and hit the ground running but things like doing a, a big round of research at the beginning is important. So you know who you want to pitch. I get a sense of you're pulling together your media list, but research into what's going on in the industry, who the writers are to know what the topics are that are interesting right now, what what publications are out there. Because there are likely a lot more that you don't even personally know about, even if you are in this industry. Thinking about what other types of publications for different industries that might make sense for you. Like there might be different things you haven't even thought about in terms of like not just being in the obvious kind of industry focused publications. There might be, you know, different, different sides of yourself and your story that you can use too, and different publications that would come with that if you do a little research. Also, yeah, the media list, building a couple, you know, getting at least a couple of people that you know are going to be the ones you want to be thinking about at the beginning to start researching, start interacting. I keep saying researching. So just start interacting with and building relationships with and. All of that, and then pulling together all the materials you need. Maybe putting together a media kit if that makes sense for your business, putting together photos, making sure you have photos, putting together any supporting documents that make sense. So, yeah, you might want to start ma- mapping out main pitch ideas. You might want to kind of have a little bank of pitch ideas, or at least be thinking about like which things you want to be putting out there about your business, of course, and start even drafting some of those. If you want, you can kind of like, there might be some pitches that, you know, your email to each writer should be very specific and personal, but there might be some kind of general pitches that you can start putting together that would be applicable for, for like many different people. So those kinds of things you can all kind of pull together a little bit, um, at the beginning. So of course, totally up to you if you want to spend your first couple of sessions doing that, you can, I mean, this is up to you. Um, but sometimes it's just easier to get that groundwork laid at the beginning, have a bit of sense of what you're going to do, So you can jump right into it with a plan because that's what this is all about, right? Because that's what makes it feel easier. So this is a great place to start if you want to do your PR. fairly reasonable. There's no real trick to it. Like it's pretty common sense. I do have a lot of resources related to all of these things online. Um, I can include a link in the show notes to some of these resources. Um, I do have a PR planner, which kind of maps out all of these four things to be doing every week or every month. My my planner kind of goes by the month, but you can print it out as many times as you want to. And it just helps you keep track of all these things. Cause even keeping track of like which writers you're reaching out to, when, which ones you're trying to keep building a relationship with. And sometimes it's easier to even work like a couple of weeks or a couple of months in advance. So you can be like, okay, like that month I'm thinking it would make sense to pitch this writer because of whatever kind of pieces they're going to be doing like in the fall. So maybe I want to start building a relationship with them. Now, so so that might be one of the ones that you want to be checking in on during your, you know, five minute social media check. So things like that just can be good to write it down, of course, but that's what I have space for in that planner template, just to keep track of it all. But there also, you know, can be more that goes into it in terms of your overall strategy what pieces you want to pitch, what types of articles you're likely to secure at different stages in your business or different times of year. Um, All of these things are things you should think about and you should try to plan for as much as you can, just because again, like if there's something that's like later this year, that makes sense. You might, it might make, especially if it's a, a bigger publication or like a super long lead publication, you want to be thinking about that sooner. So I'm not saying to only like think about this monthly, but honestly, like, yeah, the farther you can plan, the better. But getting that much into like strategy and your plan is really specific business to business. It's a little more than I can get into, probably right here. But I just really think in terms of thinking about the process for doing your own PR, I don't want you to get caught up in too much of like too much strategy. I think any piece that you secure is going to be great. You're doing this yourself, so again, you're not spending any money. So it's not like you're going to be like, oh, that that piece was like not worth it. Or I don't, I mean, I don't know. I can't even think of like what you would (laughs) be thinking, but, um, I don't want you to not shoot for something just because you're like, well, you know, I haven't gotten enough smaller pieces yet, so I shouldn't shoot for a bigger piece or I haven't gotten enough local pieces yet, so I shouldn't shoot for a national piece. Like, I think that you should just shoot for whatever you want. If you're doing this yourself, (laughs) in all honesty, like, I think you should shoot for the stars, because you're doing this yourself. And again, all you're losing is the time you're going to learn more and more as you go. And sometimes honestly, there it's, there's no way to predict who's going to be interested in your story when, and it definitely doesn't mean, you know, just because you haven't gotten a lot of smaller press doesn't mean a bigger publication is not going to want you. And I just think, Yeah. I just think at the very least, no matter what you're building these relationships, even if you do want to pitch like a big publication and they're not going to be interested this year, but maybe you're going to pitch them again next year and it's going to make sense. And like, you have some kind of a relationship with them because you've pitched them before. So even those things, it's laying the groundwork again. I think everything you do is going to get you one step farther along the way in terms of success, even if it's future success. So I think the main thing to do is just be as targeted as you can have a plan pitch as much as you can within this plan, even though like as much as you can, I'm saying four pitches a month. I'm saying four people send out an email, four pitches a month, one a week. And if that's as much as you can, I think that's great. And again, I think that that's going to have some great results for your business. So I don't want to say like, oh, in terms of your PR process, like nail down this, this strategy and reach out to this types of people when, and these types of publications now. And I just want you to find the people that you think would be interested, the publications that you really want to see yourself in and really just go for it. Like, I think that's the most important part. Don't overthink it. I think we overthink it too much. And this is all going to have an amazing impact on your visibility. I don't care if you get in something that seems like a really small blurb in a little small website. And you're like, does anybody read this? Like you'd be surprised what that impact can be. And you'd also be surprised that you know, sometimes the publications that you think are really huge and would have a huge impact or would result in like thousands of people checking you out and visiting your website after reading the piece. And then, you know, there might be a small one where you're like, this seems like a small website, like there's not going to be that many readers or they're not going to do, you know, do anything. Sometimes you'd be really surprised by the way that that's not true. (laughs) So yeah, I think you can make big impacts. Again, it's partly what you do after the fact too. Um, Actually, the PR planner has another section, which I didn't go into here because it's not necessarily something you have to do every week in order to make progress, but it's just kind of thinking about how to actually share the pieces that you get, thinking about actually promoting the pieces that you've gotten, promoting yourself through the promotion, um, making sure that you're sharing things in really great ways that gives it some longevity and make sure it's getting in front of more people than it maybe just would as a general piece as, as the actual article itself on the website. So that's also, you know, it's also what you do with it. So that's kind of how I would say to plan out your PR process. That's how I would say to make sure you're doing it every week, make sure you're doing it every month and just building, building upon everything, you know, week by week. And I do think that can be really impactful. So if you have any questions, let me know. Always happy to talk about this stuff. Always happy to suggest some good places to start. And of course, you can always comment on this and let us know what success you've had or any questions um, that other business owners might be able to help with because I think it's always great to see what other people have been able to secure for themselves and get that little boost of confidence too because if they can do it, you can do it too. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the female millennial entrepreneur podcast. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes. And we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.